Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What's up, everybody? This is the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast, the official podcast of the MFFLs.com. I am Don Denham, your partial host. With me, we've got Ruben. What's up, guys? We've got Tim. Third wheel over here and loving it. (laughs) And we have Grant lurking in the shadows that will occasionally come in and uh, make a comment. So, uh, Ruben, I'll let you take it away. I know you, uh, there's a couple things you'd like to uh, address to the public. Yeah, guys. So, as you can tell, this has been a little bit of a different um, setup for us. Um, just want to be very, very clear with you guys that Alex has decided to kind of step down. Um, you know, he's no longer with the podcast, no longer with the MF- MFFL's website at the current moment. Um, we wish him the best of luck. And, uh, you know, that's all really that we really need to say about that. And, um, yeah, we're really excited about all the stuff that we're doing. Uh, there's going to be a little – there's probably going to be a little bit of a rebrand coming soon. You know, we're going to – we might be modifying a little bit of the podcast. It's still going to – I'm still going to be on it. We're still going to have Grant on it a lot of times. We're going to have Tim on a lot of times. Don's going to be on more. Uh, hopefully we got our good, good buddy Squish on and Bryce too eventually. So, you know, we're, we're just mixing it up a little bit and – we're really, really excited. That's it. Absolutely. We're looking to just make this a little bit more of a fun and more professional streamlined kind of pod rather than us just, uh, you know, occasionally talking about anime for three hours. So uh, speaking of professionalism, uh, we've got to add read here. Uh, there is no shortage of action. <clears throat> speaking of professionalism, there is no shortage of action going on with our partners over at betonline.ag. The sports world is now slowly making its way back with the NBA announcing its return on july 30th we even got scrimmages coming up on the 23rd i don't think you can bet on them but i'm sure you can find someone that will bet you with them uh right now ufc boxing nascar international soccer have all resumed play and bet online has the best odds lines for the upcoming games and matches do you need more bet online has simulated nfl nba and ufc happening live every day for our devout gamblers to check out bet online also offers hundreds of live casino games poker tournaments, and the best props in the business. Visit betonline.ag on your computer or mobile device and join now, and you will get a welcome bonus. Betonline.ag. All right. Following that, guys, talking to you. Ladies, you, you can just kind of like hang out for a second, but I need to talk to the men for a second, all right? Um, there is uh, – a we've all been in the situation. You know, we've been uh, – a lot of people have been growing out their uh, – uh, they're quarantine beards and uh, in more places than one. Um, and Manscaped 
Dot-com has a means of actually adjusting that. So uh, things that we like, we have all cut ourselves uh, in, in various places, sensitive areas. Um, but one thing that uh, can help you no longer injure yourself in that specific sensitive area is the Manscaped Lawn Mower 3.0. It's beautifully designed. It will reduce those painful nicks and tugs. <sighs> There's something about the word tug in that moment that just, oh, that... Like my ears or my, my eyes just teared up hearing the word tugged. Anyways, uh, it's engineered. The team possesses over technology developments to provide you the best tools for grooming experience. They spent over 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved lawnmower 3.0. Uh, when I tell you this is premium, we're talking premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes. That's so long to shave your balls. <laughs> that is a, hey. Listen, it's quarantine. It's been a long time. Maybe you need that full 90 minutes. And you know what? You need it wireless because the last thing that you want to worry about is tripping over wire while you are, uh, you know, scaping the lawn. Anyways, so call your, or go ahead and, and uh, check out manscaped.com. Uh, you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair, A-R-M-C-H-A-I-R, one word, and you get 20% off. All right, cool. First ad read, done. Look at Look. that. <laughs> Look at that. You know, making things work. All right, so um, we're talking bubble. Uh, we got scrimmages coming up on July 23rd. Uh, the Mavs face the Lakers, uh, the Pacers, and the Sixers. Um, I don't think they're broadcasting these, if I'm not mistaken. No, I don't believe they are. All right, so which, who, like, which player is the first person that – poor Z is going to dunk on well let's see they play the Lakers first correct so Anthony Davis got it that's why I want to see I want to see I want to see him dunk over Anthony Davis like I just think like the battles that we've had this past the season obviously have been like tremendous right like we're what like one was I think Dwight Howard tug away from you know being you know beating them twice in a season like that would have been incredible and I think like even though these games don't really mean anything you know, because they're just scrimmages. They're just, like, trying to get everybody, like, back in the group of things. I still think seeing that, you know, I still think beating them would mean something, at least to me anyway. Not so sure about the players, but for me, yes. <laughs> I want to see them win. So There is something magical, magical about seeing some of the – just the the shots that the, the official Mavs account is posting of the players just practicing. And there's just one shot of Boban wearing an arm sleeve that just brings a tear to my eye. The league is not ready for arm for uh, for arm sleeve Bobon. Absolutely not ready. I mean, I wasn't ready for a Barbie girl Bobon and Maxi <laughs> yesterday. Just keep that comment. Con- content coming right this way. Bobon really is the best man. I was really hoping there would be a JJ Berea, like some something where he just shows up on somebody's somebody. shoulder. Like I don't know, maybe he's got too much pride. But there's something about seeing JJ on Bobon's shoulders that I just don't think the world is ready to see yet. A true power center or point center, <laughs> you know, just like can do everything. All right, who would win in a fight, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in his prime or JJ Barea on top of Bobon? Like if okay. they fuse together. So that's an interesting concept because Kareem Abdul-Jabbar always like I don't know, I'm sure we all know this, but he like would train with Bruce Lee. Like, oh, you know. Oh, that's a good point. He trains with Bruce Lee. That's the, see so and also he was in a movie with him, you know, that's, and that's uh, true. So he has a couple you appreciate a couple skills uh, in his prime, but uh I don't know, man. I think it's like Putting Bobon and JJ together is like 
transforming the Megazord, just like <laughs> Voltron, just like... Well, you, you've now canceled out how polite Bobon is with the intensity of J.J. Barea. Exactly. And also, you've got the PTSD of the Andrew Bynum hit. So, <laughs> like, and the training that Bobon had with John Wick. So, I don't yeah, know, it's maybe, maybe comparable. Yeah. Okay, so we've already derailed into nonsense. So our first game uh, is going to be July 31st. Um, who would be the biggest, like, heartbreaking, like, if you see this on your Bleacher Report feed of they just got COVID, they're not going to play for 14 days. We're going to go with non-star. I think everyone would be disappointed if LeBron or Joel Embiid, Kawhi, Luca, if like big names, obviously nobody wants to see that, but who would be like your like guy you've been really wanting to see play in the last six months, but then you, you can't, who would be your number one choice? So I'm going to go with Mavs first and I'll probably pick an NBA player. I could actually like overall um, Mavs wise though, like for me, it has to be Boban. I know this is very, this has been a very Boban centric podcast so far, <laughs> but uh, seeing what he did against Jokic at the very end of the season, you know, was amazing and just something that I want to see again. If he were to get it, I would just, I would be so upset. I, like, I would probably be inconsolable on, t- on Twitter. Like, just, I wouldn't be able to know what to do. So that's my Mavs player. Uh, when it comes to the NBA in general, with the, within the bubble, not the shitty bubble, but this bubble, <laughs> I'm thinking, uh, man, I don't know. Like they're, um, cause I really, when it comes to NBA in general, like I really mostly follow like just us. Um, there's a couple players here and there where I'm like, oh, I would, I would, I would hate for them to get sick. Oh, you know what I'm thinking of? Um, actually, and I love him for, I don't know why I love him so much. I think cause he reminds me of JJ, but um, Fred Van Vliet. Sure. If, if you were to get it, I would be like, oh, well that sucks. Like I, I would just be something that would just, like, you know, he's – I think he's going towards, like, a contract year. And, you know, he's just a really good player. And I like what he brings. I like – he's like a bulldog, kind of like how JJ is. You know, it's always good to have a guy, like, on your team who can do that for you. And I like the Raptors. I've always liked the Raptors ever since their, you know, their first jersey being a dinosaur. So, <laughs> um, you know, I think I think Fred Van Vliet would probably be my dude who I'd be like, oh, that sucks. He got COVID and either had to stay out for a couple weeks or – even worse where he had to be out for even longer than that. I think that would be bad. Totally. Tim, who's off, who's on the top of your list? Uh, for the Mavs, I guess I'll kind of do the same thing that he just did here for the Mavs. It's definitely maxi for me. Cause we're pretty thin uh, with Dwight Powell out at both, you know, the four and the five, we're going to stretch out Chris Stapps a lot at the five anyway. So we really need maxi size and just his rim protection and everything he can do in there. Cause after him, it's pretty much Chris Stapps and Boban is the only guys on the team that can play center. So it would just, it would definitely suck to see Maxi have to miss a couple weeks. And then in kind of the same vein, the one that I would hate to see, cause I really think it would affect their chances a lot is uh, Montrez Harrell and kind of for the same reasons I outlined, I was pretty shocked at the, uh, kind of at the deadline and then when they didn't you know maybe sign a veteran minimum afterwards that the Clippers didn't go out and get another big man they're kind of like us where uh, they don't have a whole lot of depth down there if they eventually do find themselves in this inevitable clash with the Lakers the Lakers I don't think other than AD they don't really have any elite bigs but between Howard JaVale McGee um, LeBron can play a big man role sometimes they have enough size where it'd really be a problem in a series with the Clippers. 
So that's the one that I think would really, especially in the Western Conference, just kind of shake things up the most. I would hate hate to see Maxi, and then on a wider scale for the entire bubble. You know, Montrezl Harrell, I like rooting for that guy. He plays with that mean, mean-ass attitude. And yeah, that would suck to see either of those guys go out. Right on, man. Uh, I'll follow y'all's lead. I mean, the Mav I'd be most disappointed would be DFS for certain. Uh, I think Dorian, I love the 3 and D. Uh, I love his versatility because I think that he would be the one that would slide into the four role um, if Maxi or, uh, or, you know, Bo Porzingis, if any of those guys get are either limiting minutes or uh, get hurt. I just think what's interesting is like, we've all basically said sort of big, big men, uh, but like the definition of what a big man is anymore, doesn't make any sense. Cause it's like, you know, it's no longer your, Keon Clark sort of centers, <laughs> you know, or Dikembe Mutombo's or like guys that are like defensive stalwarts, especially now, like if you look at how Dwight Howard's developed into a player, he's so much like thinner and ganglier. He has almost, he's more similar to Dwight Powell in build than he was Dwight Howard, um, you know, in the early or mid two thousands. Um, but yeah, for me, DFS, he's, you know, our three and D guy. I like just the tenacity he plays with. I think he's going to be the guy that's on our, uh, the best offensive player pretty much on any team. He's, he's really accepted the, the sort of Sean Marion role. Uh, and also that corner three might be one of my favorite things to watch in our, during a Mavs game. Uh, as far as the greater NBA, I'm kind of cheating. I think De'Aaron Fox. Um, I just love the, when it comes to the Kings, I'm not excited about that team. I guess, I guess maybe Bogdanovich would be another one that I'd be disappointed because I want to see what the guard play of, the Kings because they, they seem to have strengths in every place aside from like, you know, the front court. So I kind of want to see where some of the strategies play out in a weird tournament style kind of thing, just with guys that are just blisteringly fast and just can. And also if that doesn't matter at all in this bubble scenario, since everyone hasn't really been as conditioned through like an, a regular NBA season, like does this have more of an effect or does it have less? Um, but hearing any, like any, any quick guard, uh, getting COVID would be like my like heartbreak because I just want to see that dynamic play out. Yeah, for sure. I do love uh, De'Aaron Fox's game. I think if you lined up everyone in the NBA and just said run a lap right now, he'd be at the top of the list as like the most lightning fast guys you could find that could put it down on the track. Uh, I watched some for of his. Sure. I watched some of his combine tape, and he's just like, "You want to see me run the forty? Want to see me run the forty again?" Oh, I then, love that. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So who would be, uh, of all the bubble teams, who would be the quickest asterisk? Now, that is like the guy you're just like, all right, if they won the championship, whatever, it's because of this bubble. Pretty much the team you don't want to win that could win. Okay. So I think, you know, I think I think every single one of us is probably going to think, think uh, the Rockets. Yep are probably the one where I'm like, I don't want them to win. Like, <laughs> like, I didn't want, like, I was like four when they won their first couple, you know, but I didn't want that either, I'm sure. <laughs> like, you know, like, I don't yeah. want them to, I don't want them to enjoy this, especially after like the whole MLB stuff with Astros. That city doesn't deserve another championship for a long, long time. <laughs> like, you know, I don't, they, don't, they don't deserve it. So it, it's got to be the Rockets for me. They're the only ones and maybe the Lakers, but my honestly, dude, like my Laker hate isn't, as like strong as it used to be you know i just i don't sure. care anymore so mm-hmm. tim how about you yeah right off the top of the list it's definitely going to be houston i mean i like to put a couple asterisks on the titles they have anyway since mj wasn't playing but um <laughs> chick chick boom 
since we already got that answer with Utah, because they were kind of the epicenter that got the league shut down to begin with. I just think it'd be fun to poke fun at what is Dragonfly Jones calls them Brock Formation Twitter. If, <laughs> if, the, if the team that kind of started this whole COVID thing and threw us into this NBA frenzy ended up winning it and just be like, ah, of course you won the COVID bubble. You were getting everyone else sick. I like this theory. I like that this is the only way Utah can win a championship is by yeah. biological warfare. This is good. <laughs> I like, they're like, I got this. All right, Rudy, I know you've been playing defense that fits more a 1990s style of play, but let's think flu game here, okay? <laughs> it's just giving everyone else the flu? Yeah, we can't give everyone food poisoning like we did with the pizza in Utah. But take this, how about the coronavirus? Let's see if we can give it to the whole planet. This is what's going to bring Utah a championship Jesus, in Orlando. Yeah. That's a, I like this Alex Jones theory of Utah did this on purpose. <laughs> Gives up the upper advantage eventually. <laughs> like, uh, the long game, very like Game of Thrones before it sucks. <laughs> um, I think the weird, I think, it won't happen, but I would love if Orlando did win in Orlando. Like, and it just does like this weird talking head thing of like, oh, it was home court advantage, even though there's no fans. <laughs> and if it was home court advantage, there would be no fans. Exactly. So, yeah. um, <laughs> I mean, obviously, yeah, Houston's, I think, our, our first pick around. And I think that's just, they're, I, I actually do appreciate that they are just going like, you know what, centers don't matter. Let's just completely buy into a different style and to be honest that's why i love basketball is because there's so many different ways to succeed you know as a vertically challenged man such as myself you would imagine i'm all for small ball unless it's the houston rockets okay quickest crown who would be like the first person that you know hey these guys are legitimate clearly the bubble didn't really make that big of a difference what's this i mean we're all gonna say mavs yeah so okay I'll just, some, Ma- mavs are done um I'm going to go with, I'm going to start off. I'll say Milwaukee. That would be the team that I'd be like, you know what? Cool. Like maybe they benefit from this, maybe not, but they were still pretty damn dominant. Like they're, I think it was their point differential. That was just insane. And it wasn't just because they were beating up on, you know, the lonely East. Yeah. Yeah, The East was actually good this year, you know? So it was a, it was pretty, uh, you know, pretty even between both conferences. But uh, for me, like, again, Lakers, I think the Lakers, like, even though like they've constructed that team where it's like, obviously it's like LeBron and AD are like the two big guys, like those are still like the two big guys there. And I just have to give it to them, man. Like they were already like kind of on their way of like, you know, they had the first seed, they're doing all this, like, you know, they've revived White Howard, you know, his career, like they've done everything right for the most part, um, you know, getting, doing what they're doing. Even like, even when, you know, like there probably is like a bias, like between like refs and like the NBA, like wanting like, these like you know historically like very important teams get where they need to get to i think even if they didn't have that little help they probably still would have they probably still will if they do win the championship like deserve that well said yeah uh i guess my only thing with the lakers is just like they don't really have guard depth at all i mean aside from what danny green i mean they just signed jr smith so that's that's rarely a sign that people are doing well yeah, Smith, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Alex Caruso, I guess, you know, he's a, you he, will occasionally make a highlight play on Maxi Kleber. Hey, I've heard that Alex Caruso is, you know, I've, again, my fiance went to AM and is like, yeah, Alex Caruso, like, 
A&M legend and I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> you know, like I really don't care, but apparently everyone down in College Station loves the dude. Who are the other Aggies that have been in the NBA? I know Chris Wilson, Chris Wilson, right? Yeah, Oscar Crusoe, DeAndre. I think it's a lot, the only like three big ones that I know because I don't know my my fiance's father like loves like them because they went to AM. So sure, Tim, do you got a quickest crown? AC Law that like flamed out. Oh God, AC oh, Law. Most legitimate. I'm gonna go. Yeah, for most legitimate, I'm gonna go with the uh, roommates of the Lakers, the Clippers. Just. One, because I think out of all the teams that, you know, we kind of say are in contention, especially if you cut it off at like the top three or four, the Clippers are the ones that never really had that, you know, 10 to 12 game stretch where they were really putting everything together. I would love to see it if it finally happened. And also just, I'm not going to shit on that fan base, like all 18 of them out here in Southern California, if they actually (laughs) pull it off and win a title, like... They don't want it. They don't want to hear it from Lakers fans. Like, um, let, let the Clippers fans have something nice for once. I yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna let them have that title and bask in it. Yeah, I mean, like, but, I I would say I would say the Clippers are legit. I mean, I don't think anyone's arguing that one. Uh, I will say that like, uh, I've grown to appreciate Kawhi, and I think it's primarily because of, of watching The Last Dance and seeing like how much he reminds me of Scottie Pippen, and just like he's just like a weird like hybrid between kind of Jordan-esque offensive ability, but also just like the physical and defensive capabilities of Pippen. And I just, I can't, once I've heard that comparison, I can't unsee it. It also helps that Spurs fans hate the guy. I'm for it, you know. For me personally, (laughs) yeah. What's weird, I have like this weird, like I will say that I have a fan hatred towards Houston um, that I'll just, I'll never like anything Houston does. But with San Antonio, as much as they're our rival, there are just moments where I will just, you know, tip of the hat. Like, I still love Popovich, like, even though he's just kind of a jerk and makes a point to do, like, the he's – the, he's the Bill Belichick of, you know, of the NBA. Yeah. I still think, like, you know, San Antonio, I've been there, man. There's not a lot going on. Like, I kind of have, like, the same feeling with, <laughs> with your Clippers game. It's like, man, you know, let them have it. <laughs> You know, I mean, HEB's from there. You know, that's pretty nice, I suppose. So Yeah, I love HEB. I miss it. God, so, <laughs> it is the best. Cool. All right. So that's kind of our bubble stuff. Uh, we're going to get to questions uh, from our listeners uh, in just a moment. Uh, just wanted again to uh, remind you guys that we are, we are a part of Armchair Media. We're so thankful to be a part of it. Uh, we wanted to remind you guys that uh, to visit betonline.ag. Um, it's the best place to start placing bets. Uh, they even have simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC happening live every day. So you don't even need real sports to bet on. Um, there's got, they got casino games, poker tournaments, a lot of awesome props. Um, check it out, betonline.ag. Uh, and like I said, if you are a haphazard groomer, if, uh, if your, uh, your nether regions are looking uh, closer to, uh, you know, uh, like a thrush of woodlands down there and you just need to just, you know, wipe the slate clean. <laughs> um, you should go to manscaped.com. Like I said, if you use the promo card, uh, promo code armchair, A-R-M-C-H-A-I-R, you will get 20% off and free shipping of your order at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. 
And I want to thank our listeners for sending us some questions. So we had an awesome question. Um, could we get the guy that submitted the, uh, the delete eight uh, proposition? I want to shout him out really quick. Absolutely. His name is Rutuj underscore K underscore on Twitter. Right on. Dude, he's an awesome dude. Uh, he lives, I think he lives in, remember, he doesn't live here in the U.S. He, um, he's really cool. Uh, I've talked to him personally a couple times, like just to the timeline. Seems really like a really chill dude. Um, I actually think he does want to come on the podcast eventually. So we'll have I'll do that. Like I'll do the whole guest podcasting with them soon. Right I need on. to contact him. I think he might live on the outside of the world. So it might be nighttime for him right now, but. Okay, so we modified this just because I think for time constraints, but what he basically proposed that he wanted us to select the best lineup from the Delete 8 teams, which are the teams that are doing the other bubble. <laughs> um, some, of the, uh, some of the roles that he had that I think we may try to actually like do or maybe not, it just kind of depends. Um, so the rules, it has to be a 15-man roster. He has to have, we have to have a max of two players for each team, but each team has to have at least one. And the salary cap issue, which shouldn't be that hard because a lot of these teams' um, players are still on the rookie contracts, you know, can't exceed $140 million. Sure. And then on top of that, would this team win the ABA championship if he cobbled this team together? So basically like a Frankenstein version of, you know, a team. Sure. So uh, as much as I would like to get all the specifications down, um, I'm not going to lie, guys. I can't follow all of it, and I'm no accountant. I'm no Ryan Brokoff. So uh, what we're, we're going to make a small adjustment to this. Uh, we're, we are going to follow the, the premise. We're going to do a delete eight fantasy draft. We're going to, we're going to uh, draft a starting five. Um, let's make the rule. They can't be of the same team. We'll, we'll, we'll make that adjustment. Uh, we won't worry too much about salary cap uh, since probably the first three that we take off uh, are probably all going to be probably max players anyway, since we got some good players that just happen to be on uh, unlucky teams this year. We can draft uh, injured players. We're, we're drafting them for the sake of uh, skill. And uh, so we're doing a starting five and one bench player uh, can't repeat team. So this is picking teams from the Knicks, Hawks, Warriors, Cavaliers, Hornets, Bulls, Pistons, Timberwolves. So uh, starting first, let's go with Tim. Who do you have first off the board? Who the number one pick here. Um, let's see. I think even though he's not going to be in here on a massive contract, it would eat up some of the, a bunch of that 140. But hey, we're not doing that. So I'm going to take Steph the Chef. Let's go Steph Curry off the board at number one. Okay. Steph Curry off the board. All right, cool. Rubes to you, number two. I'm going to pick his teammate, Clay Thompson. Clay, cool. Clay off the board. Excellent. Uh, let's see. For me, uh, between all of these guys. I mean, I'm thinking Larry Nance Jr. That's sounding like a good idea. <laughs> uh, That's for, tweeter, probably. Uh, Saku Dumboya looks pretty promising. Uh, I'm going to go with Cat. Cat's probably going to be my, yeah. my, my number one pick. Uh, he doesn't play defense, but who needs to? All right. Tim, number two. Second round here. Let's see. We're starting to fill in our forward depth a little or our big man depth a little bit with cat he takes care of a lot of that but we already have our guards i'm gonna oh, see if i can get us a little uh, bit strong at forward here or do you want to snake this actually you know no. what i like i like that we're drafting one starting lineup that makes things a little yeah, bit more streamlined so yeah. cool so we, so so we can't pick clay that's the that's the one difference so okay so we got steph we got Cat. Cat. 
And I'll let you redraft your third guy. Go for it. Uh, let's see. Damn. <laughs> um, Has to be from a different team that is not the Warriors and not the Timberwolves. You know what? Give me Levine. Levine. All right. Yes. Cool. Who needs defense? We don't. All right. Cool. Let's go. Tim, you have our four, fourth pick overall for our weird super team of not playoff bound players. So we got to find ourselves a forward here. Let's see. Oh, I know who. Oh, I know who. Man, we're really, we're really gonna have to. We're really, really oh, gonna wait, have to leave no. Mitchell Robinson at home. That sucks. <laughs> I think you know, flip a coin between Christian Wood and John Collins. I think I'm landing on John Collins. Let's go, John guys. Collins. Yeah, we'll John Collins. Cool. All right. So right now we got Steph Curry, Cat, John Collins, Levine. Does anybody on these teams play defense? Uh, John Collins does. Collins does. Collins yeah. is a good good power forward. Let's that's all see. we need. I'll just hit him on defense and that's it. <laughs> like, Let's see. I'm going to throw in. This is why you research before you start the pod, guys. Right. Um, I guess we I mean, got- C.D. Osmond is just sitting right there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Let's go Kevin Porter Jr. Why not? Let's have some fun. Okay. Kevin Porter. All right. Yeah, give us kind of a three tweener. There are better players, but all right. Now, who do we want off our bench? Andre Drummond is still available. <laughs> and at 28 million, he will stay that way. <laughs> I know Grant is. Oh wait, sorry. Now. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Can I take my pick back? I'd like to do Miles Bridges instead. Okay. Miles Bridges instead. Okay. <laughs> Grant is so mad. Like, Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> go back. Go back and please meet yourself. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back. I did that just to piss off Grant. All right. Cool. <laughs> And our six man. Yeah. Tim, you got any, got any fun ideas? I'd Colin probably... Sexton, if you're taking away Kevin Porter, put on Colin Sexton. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Uh, I, can we, we can each pick a six man and decide from there who we want. My favorite one out of – my favorite player out of everyone remaining is Devontae Graham. Oh, you bastard. Um, that's, probably the, that's probably the pick. I don't yeah, know. No. D, DSJ is still available. Uh, sorry, and DSJ. I love I, you, but... God, I just – I want more dunks. I just want more dunks. And yeah. I also want a reason to buy Under Armour equipment. All right, cool. So uh, at the end of this, in a controversial sweep, uh, we've got Steph, Cat, Levine, John Collins, uh, <laughs> Miles Bridges. Uh, we want to do uh, a six-man. I guess the six-man, it repeats. It would be if we did Devontae Graham. That is the smart choice. And actually, yeah. this, the smart choice would have been Devontae Graham to, uh, to put instead of Miles Bridges. Uh, but I am what you call contrarian as well as, uh, you know, the inhibitor of chaos. That is what I want to do. So uh, let's go to questions. Let's, uh, let's All right. answer some actual questions. Thank you guys all for right. participating in that. I got these up. Okay. So Grant of all people asked a question. I don't know why he's asking a question. He's on the podcast, but I love it. <laughs> okay. So Grant says, what do you think about 2k using Kobe to sell the 100 version of the game, knowing that your progress doesn't carry over from current gen to next gen. So, Grant, uh, I haven't played 2K in like a couple years. It's just not fun anymore. 
the grinding aspect just you know i'm an adult and i can't be doing this shit but right. um i think it's fucked up i don't know man like i just you know especially if things can't, can't especially if like the progress can't carry over from the current gen to the next gen it's just and i get that you know they gotta sell they gotta sell units but i don't like it and i I'm think it, i think at it. this point like kind of with with COVID, everyone's just being home and like physical units aren't selling as much. I just don't see why sports games don't just be like, why don't they just release a new game every five years, but do like a yearly update that's like 40 bucks that gets you like, does like this whole new update for it. I mean, like I, maybe I'm just naive and don't have any clue how that works, but it's like half the time it's all you're really getting is some minor changes in gameplay, minor changes in graphics and minor changes in like the roster update more or less. Mm-hmm. Um, I think using Kobe, I mean, like, you know, it's an NBA property. Like, I want to, you know, give respect to the man and, you know, shelling out $100 for a guy. I don't know. It, it seems pretty disingenuous. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm happy to see him on the cover. It, it's the right time to do that. But it's also, like, you don't have to look very far to be upset at what 2K does to its players uh, as far as like the, the, the user base. Uh, it's just like, hey, you bought a game for $60. Now, you didn't want to be good at it, did you? Well, that's going to be another $20. Oh, you want to be really good at it and actually play basketball. Well, that's going to be another $40. I'm sorry, virtual currency. It doesn't spend anywhere else and you can't get a refund on it. Best of luck. <laughs> Tim, what do you think? I mean, I can't tell you the last time I played 2K. I just got PS4 a few months ago, and I'm kind of getting back into gaming with uh, FIFA and NHL. I will say, out of every sports game that I've seen mentioned on Twitter or talked about, maybe this is because I follow NBA Twitter the most, 2K seems like the biggest headache out of all of them. And especially the point that they do all this like kind of cool stuff with graphics and the way they uh, have different game modes and stuff, but everyone was just like, stop doing this cool on the surface stuff and fix the damn gameplay. I don't know. I'm not speaking from a standpoint of experience there, but it just seems like the actual gameplay and kind of, it's almost like politics behind the scenes with 2K and who is it? Ronnie 2K seems pretty universally hated. So it kind of seems like a bit of a headache for sure. Here's how you fix 2K. Either you can pick like your, your origin story of going to, if like going to China, going to college, or trying to start your own shoe brand and taking over the ESPN talking heads. So it's not so much, it's like Grand Theft Auto, but instead of like, you're just shooting promos and that's it. This is a terrible idea. I'm already scratching it. Okay, cool. Uh, Next question. Our next question comes from, all the guys are really cool uh, display name now. Uh, Jedi Master Shea. Um, Really cool dude. He ask questions like every week and I love it. And he always asks some really profound, you know, just out there questions. So here's another one, guys. You got to think about this. It's not, it's not a uh, dwell on it too much, but um, surprise. The universe grants you some, uh, some of its powers of the universe. You can distort reality to your will to an extent. You cannot rewrite reality, but you can make dinosaurs appear again. However, there are no take backs. That's right, folks. None. You get five things to rewrite. I mean, Mavs win 2006. That's, yeah, that's like we be the first I, thing. I, I rest my case. That's all I need. <laughs> I mean, we could just like name stuff that we'd want to happen. <laughs> so like, yeah, I guess, I guess the thing is just like once it's done, there is no taking it back. So this is some cool monkey paw 
kind yeah. of mentality. The curling of them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Things I don't want to happen. Um, I mean, really, Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson getting a show. I mean, I could probably, if, I, if we could just get rid of the Kardashians in general, that would just, <laughs> just reality TV. If everyone just like, you know what, let's just stick to scripted stuff. Like, I'd be cool with it. Because like, that's what's devolved us into, you know, uh, the dopamine addicts of just being obsessed with someone else's life. Maybe OJ. OJ's just not riving. Thing. <laughs> yeah, just like him. Yeah, that's what I would change. OJ, uh, <laughs> OJ Simpson not knowing how to drive, so we never see the Ford Bronco. I would definitely. And you never get the Kardashians. That sure. see, that's exactly yeah. it. I think, or uh, one of the Bills winning a Super Bowl. I think that that goes down. Not when the not when the Cowboys won it. But. No, yeah, one of them, just one. You know, they went there four times. Yeah, they deserve one, I think. Just one, like just out of sympathy. I would definitely want to add like COVID not being a thing. You know, that might be good. Yeah, it'd be good to have a you know, uh, I don't know, like a pandemic team. You know, maybe, maybe some funding for the CDC. Just you know, anything. Cool. It would be nice to have some sort of preventative measure where people yeah. didn't deny science. It'd be cool. All right, not going to listen go down to that this crazy talk over here. <laughs> yeah, I know. Turn uh, the frogs gay. All right, let's move <laughs> on. Let's see. Uh, okay, next comes from Chris Lopez, huge Mavs fan on the timeline. Um, he asks, "Should all of us Mavs fans make a group to chip in on the next big lottery jackpot?" and buy tickets, then split it, split it equally. I like this. I like this as, like, everyone holding their hand before jumping into a volcano. <laughs> and like, doing it it's, together. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll rise as a phoenix. We'll find out. Oh, man. Uh, no, but that's – I do like this communal, like, let's all indulge in this very high-risk gambling. Like, <laughs> let's all, like, buy. But I do like the, the, the communal aspect of it. Uh, I will say that the Mavericks actually, the AAC and Cuban does a great job of actually making tickets affordable. It's, I didn't realize the, how different it was really in any other town, like how expensive actual tickets are. Cause I've always been able to get like, I mean, they're not great seats, but I could always get like $20 to $40 tickets to Mavs games, unless it was like a premier matchup or a, or playoff game, obviously. And like, you know, Lakers, it's like the minimum is like 120 bucks or yeah. I've heard of like specifically uh, Chicago, uh, the Chicago Cubs. It's like, there is not a, a ticket under 150 bucks. That's baseball. It's a little different, but like, I'm still down for, uh, I mean, I'll chip in. I don't know which Venmo I need to send it to. Like, I got 20 on it. I got yeah, 20 on it right let's now. Let's put 20 bucks, you know, all of our listeners together. That'll make, you know, tens of dollars. We'll put it on a lottery ticket. See what happens. <laughs> what do you think, Tim? Yeah, I'll throw 20 on it. I'm good with all this. All right, so everyone. When we when we get together, wear your damn wear masks. The ma- that's all I ask. Yes, please. <laughs> uh, so next one PSA for the podcast. Good man. Our next question comes from Lane, the Don Luca on Twitter. He asks, "Which superpower do you think would be more beneficial when playing basketball? Hmm. The ability to see and react one second faster than everyone else, or the ability to communicate with anyone telepathically?" So I thought about this, actually. I was thinking about this as I was driving yesterday from my test that I don't know how I did. But um, I was looking, I was thinking about this and I was like, I would probably, wa- I would think like being able to communicate telepathically with, with your teammates would be paramount to like being good at basketball. The one second reaction, you know, faster thing is it would take time, I think, for like, for your teammates to be able to like align that with themselves. Like, mm-hmm. 
like if LeBron's already like cutting, it's like, oh shit, what the hell's going on? Right. You know, or if like Luca's like, you know, Luca's already passed the ball and like no one's there. Like how and I mean that's happened before, obviously. It's like it would just take timing. And I think both these are really good, but I think for immediate impact it would probably be being able to communicate with just your brain. We call this the Carlisle effect. Yeah. I think team team wise, the uh telepathic communication would definitely be uh better. But if, I will say, if we still had DSJ, the one-second thing, it would just be a layup line the whole game because he's already faster than everyone else. So he could just be he could just be driving to the basket the entire game and, like, average 1.9 per possession because he'd probably miss at least, like, one windmill to get that number down. <laughs> yeah. What, he's yeah, the... if we don't have DSJ – if we don't have DSJ or De'Aaron Fox, then I want the telepath. Fair enough. I will say DSJ, I swear he was going to be the first player to attempt an, in, uh, an in-game front flip dunk. Yeah, his hops are insane. <laughs> well, they are so insane, but, you know. I, you know, I, I'll be a stand for him. I even have one of those, like uh, – I have a I have a jersey, a shirt jersey of DSJ. Yeah. I think it's just because he's the first player I was excited for uh, in like the last five years prior, like prior to Luca, basically. Yeah, yeah. Because like when you had Harrison Barnes as your big signee, like I love the guy, class act, awesome dude. But like no one's like yeah. a Harrison Barnes stand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Moving on, let's see. We have James, our good friend James, Hi, James Grambo. Yes, love him. So he asks. I hate the way he worded this, but who do you think would win a glizzly eating contest between the Mavs? And I don't it, know what yeah. that is. Okay, so I'm explaining to you to the white guys who are on the podcast right now. Thank you. <laughs> so, so a glizzly is um, it's a clickable term for hot dog. So like today there was a glizzly eating contest, like you know between whatever name, uh, what's that? Uh, one white guy, Joey know. Chestnut. Yeah, Joey Chestnut. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, you know, so he's basically asking who would be able to eat the most hot dogs amongst the Mavs. I think it's a very big cheat code to just say Boban because you never know. But um, I also think I think Kristaps could probably put down a shit ton of you know, hot dogs in one setting, just because he's big and tall and needs some metabolism. Like you know, sometimes I'd crazy. have to like go down the list as far as just like I'd have to just look at body type and go super body judgy because i'm just like all right well delon wright looks like a pencil probably won't uh i don't know i don't know i feel like jj could probably wolf some down like i know it seems like a jj fan cast but it is um you know i think uh if he's gonna be uh wolfing down dogs um i feel like (laughs) i I feel like i think i could i would say luca would probably tap out after three he seems like a sensible person you know i think (laughs) europeans don't eat that much that's why they're all better looking than all of us um but <laughs> i feel like after like the third dog he's like oh why are you still doing this i don't know maxi i mean like you know germany that's like like the broth yeah, frankfurt from. frankfurt yeah yeah he's from frankfurt germany it's, yeah. it's his destiny that's what it is <laughs> maxi cleaver is destined to eat all the frankfurters this has become a really dumb pod <laughs> yeah is uh, is Raymond Felton still a Maverick? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tim, what do you think? <laughs> I was gonna go Maxi, but like I don't know. If we're doing former Mavericks, I'll take DJ Banga because that dude was just a monster, like size wise. I think Popeye Jones would be able to probably wolf some. Oh, Popeye too. Jones would be able to, dude. Yes, dude. I feel like you could fit like probably like just you know like the entire uh, package of buns just in that mouth. He's got that down. 
Right, Murray one. State alum. I love I love guys from Murray State. Like they never they don't stick around too often. But God, like I mean, it's like John Morant. John Morant's been like the only star. Yeah, the like, only guy like, that like, yeah. Well, there's like there's like three. I think three Mavs have been Murray State grads. That's where my dad went to college. I just uh, think okay. Murray State's hilarious because it's not a state. Um, yeah, it's, it's in yeah. Kentucky and. <laughs> But like Murray State, like I think it's Popeye Jones, Singletary, I think was another guy. I can't remember. Anyways, this is not interesting. Sorry, next question. Uh, <laughs> let's next let's question. talk more about Mavs eating hot dogs. Next question comes from Rachel. And Rachel asks, which Maverick is most likely to sneak out of the bubble? I don't know. Man. I think sneak out of the bubble. I mean, he, is Jalen going with them? I can't, I don't remember. <laughs> Jalen. I just feel like Jalen would be like, fuck it, you know, just like go on his own and like live stream it or something, bro. <laughs> like, this is what he does. Um, uh, well, Willie Collie Stein already said he wasn't going. So I think that one counts. <laughs> that would have been my first take. <sighs> Trey Burke's getting his next shot. So probably not. You know what? Let's go Courtney Lee. I think Courtney Lee will be the first one to try sneaking out. You know? sneak. <laughs> yeah. I'm going strictly about just like who looks like the funnest guy to party or he's just like, he's like, screw it. I'm going on the Ferris wheel. I don't care if they, they catch me. I've made my what money. You, what do you think, Tim? It would be, it would be real convenient to answer the one right now if Deshaun Stevenson was still a maverick because he just wanders everywhere without <laughs> God, a care in so the much. world. God, God. Actually, so I just looked you know up what? the Mavs roster. Sorry. Sorry to oh, interrupt you, Tim. Yo, Maxi Again. Maxie. Like, I feel like every answer in this so far. Maxi would be yeah, a pretty good one. I don't know. I did see like, you know, we've talked about him a whole lot this pod, but I just looked at the Mavs roster and everyone has like their own little, you know, on Google and they pop up yeah. with their own little headshot or whatever. And there's one of Boban that's just him eating a basketball. It's like the first thing that comes up <laughs> when you look up Mavs roster. So I'm thinking like, I mean, he's probably the wild card to just go out and just leave, just do it. Go see Toby. Go see Tobias Harris. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just go off. The bromance uh, is still strong. Uh, it probably is, man. I'm sure Tobias oh, is yeah. jealous of uh, the Barbie girl thing going on. But... <laughs> All right, see. So next question comes from Jonas. Jonas asks, find a nickname for our deadly one-two punch between number 77 and number 76. Number, number six. I don't know, man. I don't know if we really need a you know a, a nice little nickname for this duo. Like I thought again, the, like the Euro connection was the first one off the top of my head. That's a good one. I like that one a lot, especially for the lob threat that they have. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I think that that'd probably be mine too, honestly. I just can't think of anything that would be crazy. Lanky Kong. No. Like <laughs> if Luca if Luca was like a rim protector at all, it'd be awesome to call him the Eastern Block. <laughs> oh that would be that'd be great dude damn that's a good nickname god i wish they could be better at um, i'm trying to think of find a way of making slovenia and and lithuania latvia. or is he he's from latvia latvia right? latvia yeah so it'd be like slotvia slotvia uh yeah, i don't know I if they would something with slaughter but i, I don't know yeah. i don't know if they'd appreciate that out there <laughs> Slot, yeah i don't know if they yeah. want to match the country yeah <laughs> the eastern block that'd be good I don't know. I still feel like I don't think we've we've tapped into Luca's final form yet. Like I think but he's yeah. still like two years of really pushing. Because like you look at year year two Dwight Powell versus what he looks like now, and that's just two different bodies. You know, I mean, yeah. granted, one of them's you know IR right now, and uh, I mean, we can only hope that Luca ends up looking like Doctor Satan. 
like Dwight Powell has. <laughs> that is easily my favorite weird like um, reference mis- mis- mistranslation of a certain thing. <laughs> like uh, shout oh, out, uh, shout out Grant for posting that. That is too good. Uh, the Afro of the professional wrestler that is just bystanding and watching the Dragon Ball Z saga. It's, uh, it's who I aim to be is a very loud spectator, which is what I am. All right, let's see. Next question comes from Lucy. Okay. Lucy says, I've been thinking about moving to Dallas from San Diego. Mm-hmm. Besides the Mavericks, what are other great things? What other great things does Dallas have to offer? Do you need anything else besides the Mavs? Uh, I mean, like again, like we're obviously like also technically a you know beer and basketball podcast. So we have a really good beer scene. No we really have a good like alcohol scene in general. We've got some vineyards out here, which is kind of weird that they're even here. Uh, and out in Grapevine, you know, uh, obviously the beer scene's pretty good. Uh, we have a lot of little. Um, craft seltzer places and things like that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, the first place that we all met was actually at Petacolis Brewery. So shout out yep. to them. Got a great brewery. There's actually, what's interesting about Dallas is that it's one of the few places that didn't really suffer from the 2008 recession. So they've actually been able to invest it in a lot of their artistic communities. So uh, there's a lot of great spots. Uh, shout out Spinster Records, shout out to Good Records. So if you're if you're a music person, this is actually a really great spot to be. Uh, clearly, like during COVID, there's not a lot of shows happening and there's a couple of places closing down. But um, mm-hmm. I'm actually, for someone that lives in Austin, every time I visit Dallas, it just finds another reason to impress me. Like it, they've really invested in its community. So it's a great spot to live. It's certainly cheaper than San Diego. Yeah, a lot cheaper. All right, Mr. Uh, Mr. LA over here. <laughs> Do you have anything to offer? <laughs> Well, I mean, if you shoot up to Frisco, you got a Nebraska Furniture Mart and an Ikea right next to each other. So what else do you need? Listen, there's all kinds of places where you can find a Dickies and a Chick-fil-A. We got Whataburger? Come on. Um, No, kind of to piggyback on uh, Don's answer there. I think like in the past couple decades, especially Dallas has like gone out of its way to kind of, how do I describe this? It's so spread out. There's so many different suburbs and neighborhoods, even within the city of Dallas. No matter what your personality is, you can find a neighborhood or a bar district or something that kind of fits your style, fits your personality. And also at the same time, venture out to the other ones to kind of, you know, leave your little comfort zone. So yeah, just especially in the past 10, 15 years, I think Dallas and the surrounding areas have grown so much and done a really good job at being like inclusive. There's a spot for everyone. Avoid the hell out of Uptown is all the only advice I'll give on that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Good question. Good question. Um, okay. So Jonas actually asked another one. I think this will be a pretty easy one to answer. Um, he asks, which team will face the Mavs in the finals? It's going to be the Bucks. Oh, wait. They're not – Are who's all in the different conferences? Like, Or they're not doing conferences this time, right? Yeah, they, I think they are. Yeah, for the actual, like, playoffs they are. But, but they're not doing Eastern Western, though, aren't they? Or, no, they're doing no, that. No, they are. No, they are doing Eastern Western yeah. for the playoffs. The only thing different is the play-in tournament. Yeah. Thank you, Grant, our expert on the scene. I know. So I, I just have I have the Bucks as like being like the team coming out of the East, no matter what. I think the Wizards. Oh Jesus, fucking <laughs> chaos reigns, everybody. Bertans turns into a thirty-point a night. Doesn't miss a three. No one knows Bert- what's happening. Bertans, Bertans is out. I take that as a suggestion. 
Durant just randomly flying in off the top rope. <laughs> He's keeping me in check. I'm just the pretty future, voice. That's... <laughs> future, Do- future Dallas Maverick uh, Bertans is out for Orlando. Uh, I'll be here next year. It's cool. <laughs> you know what? I actually uh, so a remotely serious answer. I would say the Raptors. Um, they've been. Uh, they're super dynamic, and I think they're the people that would be able to give Milwaukee trouble if there was any team to do so. Yeah. So right, to got? go back on the nicknames real quick, if we have Kristaps and Bertans, we can call them the Latvian Lasers. Okay. Ooh. All right. I mean, I think three six Latvia is still the that's the best one. I love <laughs> that one. What do you think, Tim? See Aaron Gordon avenging the dunk contest and Dwayne Wade's bullshit by taking his team to a finals. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey. All right. So so real, uh, yeah. Our expert say, opinions are the Washington Wizards and the Orlando Magic. <laughs> I think you guys named the two favorites already, though. But uh, outside of those two teams, the two that intrigue me the most are definitely uh, the Celtics. And, man, I still think – still, I'm still holding out. I might be the last one. I'm still holding out hope for the Sixers to kind of get their shit together. I get that, yeah. I think there's just a bunch of talent there. That I'm curious to see what Tatum does in the playoffs, too. I mean, the top three in the East could really be a dogfight. I don't yeah. – I'm not slotting the Bucks in there as easily as a lot of people are. Although they are the favorite. I'll give them that. Sure. All right, let's see. We have four more questions, and then we're out of here. Right on. So, let's see. Okay. Cher asks, do you anticipate any big game free agents or players in the last year of their rookie contracts not wanting to resign contracts for the next season with their current team? Probably not because I don't think the, uh, the cap is – I think, the, if anything, the cap goes down next year uh, because of obviously like of everything going on with COVID and stuff, stuff like that. I think it would be like really foolhardy for anyone to be like, hey, like I'm going to try to get $20 million in the market right now when – you know, there really won't be too much money to kind of be going around this next year. Um, unless you're like a Giannis who still has another year, you know, on their contract and stuff like that. So I don't see anybody really like doing that. But if it does happen, I will go crazy on the timeline. Yeah, I, from what I understood, this was going to be a pretty bad free agency class, you know. And I just, you know, I think like it tops with like DeMar DeRozan. I mean, like Anthony Davis is like the big name, but I mean – I, it just doesn't sound like the cap room is going to be there for really a max. And like, this is just really the worst case scenario for a lot of players. I mean, uh, off the top, we're looking at, I mean, Gordon Hayward has his own player option. So like, he's probably taking that. We got DeMar DeRozan, Otto Porter, Andre Drummond. So like, we're talking guys that are, you know, great starters, but no one that's like going to change a team from like, you know, if Drummond joins you know, the Hornets, like, does that make them like a shoe-in playoff team? I don't know. I mean, maybe. Like, I would like to see Graham with some some good, you know, upfront help. But Paul Millsap, Nicholas oh. Batum, Danilo Gallinari, those are your free agents this, you know, this coming are coming up. So it's like, I just don't know if that's uh, where you're wanting to spend your money. And like, none of these guys are, you know, I think like maybe the top, like, and I'm ta- I'm like naming the guys off the top of the list. I'm like, uh, Marcus all Serge Ibaka, good players, like guys that will make a huge difference on their teams, but not like, you know, they'll, they'll make a team a B plus to an A, but not a C to a B plus. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was going to say that I actually, I like this free agency class for the Mavs just because there's not going to be a lot of money going around. And most of these guys are going to end up going on, Smaller deals like your Gasols, your Drogic's, and Bertans. Well, Bertans is probably going to get paid. But um, <laughs> Christian Wood, Bertans, Fred Van Fleet, uh, Brandon Ingram, those guys are all definitely going to go get paid. 
whether it's if their team matches the contract they get or not. The only max guy I would go for this time around is Brandon Ingram. But if – I mean, if New Orleans doesn't match, then they're silly gooses. Uh, but Andre Drummond already basically said that he's opting in and looking for an extension with Cleveland. And I'm almost certain DeMar DeRozan is out of San Antonio, opting out. Oh, okay. Well, shit. Wonder if, wonder where else he's going to hit 15 footers from. I know. <laughs> or or miss 15 footers from. <laughs> 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 all right tim what do you think man um yeah i don't see a ton of huge deals getting handed out this summer i think like we already started to see the trend that you know lebron kind of set with the decision and a lot of guys have done moving forward is you kind of want to have control of where you're at so you can kind of structure deals where they just like a bunch of cons- i think until the cap goes back up to what it you know regularly would be you're going to get a lot of short-term like Guys are just going to want to go out on prove-it deals. I'm curious to see what Van Vliet gets because, like, two years ago, I definitely couldn't see him being a $20 million player, and I think that's kind of where you set the bar if you want to go get him, right? Dude, I mean – He's a really, really good guard, and he's about to get paid. Yeah, since he had a kid, he's been on fire. Like, I don't know (laughs) what that – yeah, that that kid definitely gave him the – Dad strength, like uh, yeah, it, that's what it was. It was dad strength, and he's now he can hit three pointers again. Um, the only guys that are really sticking out to me, like oh wow, I would like for us to pick them up. Bogdan Bogdanovich, that's the first one that I see that I'm like that would be a really cool addition. Drogic would be a whole lot of fun just for the sake of uh, them, uh, him and Luca having that connection. I'm intrigued by someone like Danilo Gallinari, even though I think he would demand too much money for us to get here. Uh, and I've heard a whole lot of Miami rumors with him. Like they like sounded like he really wanted to go there. They just couldn't find like OKC was like we should just keep the good player and just figure it out later. <laughs> but they weren't just try- trying to find a way of making the Heat better. I don't know. So like okay, out of these small forwards, sorry, I'm just gonna throw this guy at you guys. Which one of these guys would excite you more? Uh, Otto Porter Jr., uh, Danilo Gallinari, or throw one more out there, uh, Maurice Harkless. Not Harkless. Not Harkless. <laughs> probably um, probably Gallinari. Gallinari has durability sure. issues, right? I mean, I'd say Gallinari, yeah. but but Otto Porter he uh, misses a lot of time. He's been healthy this year, though. Yeah, I doubt Otto Porter opts out. But if he uh, did, yeah, 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 he's got a he's got a player option. Sorry, I saw but that. If he, I, if he did, then Otto Porter. But I yeah. don't think he's yeah. opting out of twenty eight million because uh, well, yeah, the cap. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah good call. Good call. All right, let's see. Let's move on. Let's see. Okay, next one comes from my buddy Dave. Um, Dave asks, what's the most you would trade to get your number one choice for a third star on da- in Dallas? Like, what would you be willing to trade away to get, like, I don't know, a, let's see, someone we got Giannis. Not, no, that'd be a third star. So, like, I'm thinking, like, maybe, like, a Bradley Beal type player. I don't know. So, I don't know. Who, would we, who would we want to give up for uh, a, a – the third, third star to yeah. Chris Dobson. I mean, I don't know who I would target necessarily. Like as far as giving somebody up, like I'm, we've got a lot of guys that are, I don't want to call them disposable. Cause I, you know, I've grown so attached to them, but I feel like you could get a pretty good, you know, package with, you know, TH, you know, THJ and Powell. Well, probably not now due to injury, pal in like dfs if you were to get someone that was like an you know a star 
you can get that with draft picks, baby. But I mean, we're also kind of hamstrung with the draft pick uh, dealing yeah. since we've already done that uh, two years in a row or yeah. the not two years in a row, but close enough in sequence. Cause we're owing either. We already took care of Atlanta and now we're, I think our next pick is with the Knicks if due to the Kristaps trade. Correct. Yeah. Thank you, Grant. Appreciate you. <laughs> Grant's yeah, like the guy in the chair during a heist. He's like, come on. <laughs> I'm in. Just like hacking it <laughs> in. Right, I like those dynamics. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just I can't think of anyone else that like, you know, I would, like again, like I think it depends on just packaging. I think your package would probably be the one that I'm like, would probably be okay with. I would also even like be willing to give up like a Justin Jackson and, yeah. you know, and I don't know who would take him, but you know, like, just like that'd be another name I would probably throw into a package or um yeah, yeah I, mean, I, don't I think if there's anyone in this in this this upcoming draft class that would excite me that would pair well with us like I yeah like I don't know what we would do but you know like kind of a good okay question though it's a very good question though you got anybody Tim that you'd want to go after and what would you give up for them I saw some like Stephen Adams hmm. chirping on the timeline this week like kind of like why didn't we you know go after him or give up a bunch to get him and it's like we don't have – we. it kind of sucks because part of being good is you don't really have that really good draft capital that kind of centers most of these deals or anchors these deals. You'd have to, like, Maxi and THJ and maybe a Jalen Brunson and then a couple picks. I You'd have to cobble together a lot of pieces. It'd have to be like a four quarters for a dollar kind of trade. So, yeah, it just – yeah, for a Stephen Adams, but if you love the thing about this team that is its depth on a good day, then if you want to sacrifice that for, you know, that third star, I I think you kind of got to be patient with it right now and see uh see what develops on the current roster. I think also we have the best offense in the league. I don't know how much we really need improving. I mean, like, if we were to get rid of those guys – for Steven Adams, then like our offense probably goes back to like, you know, just above mid tier or like now it's like maybe top 10, top 15 instead of uh, number one. And a good reason is because pretty much everybody can shoot on this team, which is just a weird anomaly. So basically the question is, would you give up Maxi and Dorian Finney-Smith and maybe even Jalen Brunson for like Devin Booker or Bradley Beal? I I love DFS and Maxi, but oh, if you give me Devin Booker, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna have to pull the trigger. <laughs> I'm That's not sold on Booker, man. He feels like a great stats, bad team guy. Like where it's just well, like, who's gonna do I, anything? I, I mean, I like he still did example. 50 points. Like he still yeah. got you know he gets buckets. Um, but I think also like I'm. I don't, has he ever played a remotely important game? And so, like, I, I'm not saying he still doesn't he's, – he's still a good player. Like, I would still like him on the Mavs. And also, like, having him with Luka would be a pretty amazing backcourt. But I just don't know how well that would play off of it. Because, like, now he's having to do off-the-ball stuff where he's really been focusing on on-ball, you know? Okay, what about Bradley Beal or Clay Thompson? Beal – I mean, yeah, Beal or Thompson. Yeah, Beal, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, okay, Tom, yeah. Thompson would be ideal yeah. just because of his size and his defense. It would hurt to say bye to uh, to Maxi and Dorian, but it would yeah, have, would those hurt. those are your two most valuable that would hurt contracts. Me a lot, bro. 
Yeah. I mean, like, I, I don't think Washington does it. Like, that doesn't make it. No, no. For them, but yeah. you know, that would be, of course, yeah, I'll take Beal. All right, let's see. We've got two more questions. Let's see. We've got Ryan. Okay. Ryan says, do you like the starting five Donnie Nelson hinted at? What would you change, if anything? Um, what What was he hinting at? What was that? Oh, what was – Grant, do you have it on you? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's Luca, Seth, PHJ, DFS, KP. I mean, so basically, Maxi comes off the bench. I'm for it. Like, yeah, I, mean, I like that. Yeah, for what we have, like, that yeah. is a it's a short lineup minus K, like because that's the weird thing is that you actually have probably DFS playing center because um, he's going to be the guy that's pestering the the bigger guy more than you know Porzingis. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that lineup. You know, I just we're going to go small, which is fine. Like that's what the NBA is now. Except for obviously KP. Well, I mean KP might play the four, but but what's funny is that KP, even though he's gigantic, he's really not much. Like he he will do some help defense stuff. Like he needs to improve on that. Yeah. Um, but he's really not like this interior terror. He's just seven, eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Like he's just gigantic. But he's, I mean, his skill, his ball skills are guard like. Like I would compare him to more of like a Durant type as far as like his type of play because like he's he's more a threat from outside and what's uh there is nothing more uh hilarious than the people saying that Porzingis needs to post up I'm like he's not very good at that why are you making him do yeah like no he's yeah just not a skill set which I mean it's kind of crazy because he's 7'3 but sure (laughs) like I mean it's infuriating like I get mad at anyone over six foot that isn't like a CEO I'm just like come on you can rule the world you're taller um (laughs) but like specifically with with Porzingis it's like you know yeah he should probably be near the basket on defense but like offensively he's basically a guard yeah what do you think tim yeah i like it because uh yeah i think maxi is in our best five to like close games but to start games you're gonna have to bring him off the bench because of the uh you know the big depth that we don't have because if you start them both and then one of them gets in foul trouble and then the other one needs to come out of the game to rest you're having to throw boban in there for minutes that you probably don't want him playing so yeah. yeah, I think Maxi should be our sixth man, like that first uh, weapon off the bench. Shoot, we just really need who – who on the uh, 15 that we're going to take is like the biggest body outside of Boban, Kristaps, and Maxi? Dorian like, or – We're uh, talking about DFS. Yeah, because we don't even yeah, have Yeah, we're talking about those guys. Yeah. Those guys having to pick up heavy minutes at the four and – like even at the five sometimes defensively, so – yeah, it's not ideal. God, I wish – I really wish WCS would have worked out. But, yeah, you know, yeah, totally understand why he's not going. That's yeah. not a dig at him at all. Yeah. Shoot, we could I, uh, really use that one more big guy right now. I actually would uh, – I would take Curry out of the starting five and put in Burke just so you have Curry and Maxi coming off the bench together. Oh, that'd be good. That, I, mean, I think that's that ideal. Would boost. I think that would boost up that the, the second lineup really well. I'm definitely biased when I when I think of bench players because my favorite bench player of all time is Nick Van Exel. Like he was just the perfect like yeah kind of undersized. Like he 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 and Jason Terry were are the perfect like spark plugs off the bench. And so whenever I see a person like you know Seth Curry, I'm like that cool. There's our Nick Van Exel. That's what we need. <laughs> all right. Let's see. Next last question of the day comes from B Trizzle. Beach, and it's funny because I, th- I think we're going to have an article about this coming out pretty soon. But 
Um, what do you think KP has added to his game that he will show off in Orlando? <laughs> so my thing, I think he has a sky hook, dude. He has a hook somewhere. I think he, I think he developed a sky hook, just unstoppable. It's the only thing I can think of. That's for, that, oh, what? A post-up game. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, the ability to teleport, I think, is a little bit more likely. <laughs> what do you it think, Because so? then he would be teleporting. I, uh, I think he's – oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, podcast is over, guys. <laughs> I did it. No, uh, I think – I think he's. I think he's taken the uh, Michael Jordan Space Jam arm from that final scene, to where he he gets to half court and he <laughs> just, can just dunk the basketball from there. Oh Jesus Christ! Grant, I mean, it, it is Disney. We can special effects the shit out of this. <laughs> um, I think he learned how to make a mean grilled cheese. God, I hate you. I don't share assumptions with cheese, but. <laughs> All right. I think How this- much cheese is too much cheese? Stop. Oh, just, we're not answering this fucking question. <laughs> I mean, like, there's a lot of million there- for Andre Drummond is too much cheese. <laughs> <There's a lot laughs> Every fucking podcast, man. No, I'll I- never know peace ever again between these two. God damn it. <laughs> I can't wait for Andre Drummond to just nail a game winning three, and I'm just going to send it to Tim every single day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That Chicago oh, bubble, I'll be glued to it. Believe me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I think that's going to wrap it up for today's podcast. Hope you guys enjoy. You know, when this drops, obviously I will tweet it out or someone will tweet it out. So, uh, yeah, I think that's it. I have so, nothing else to say. So, yeah, uh, you guys can find me. I'm at Don underscore Denim, D E N H A M. Uh, you can find Ruben on Reddit Mavs. We got Tim. Is it a uh, uh, Bayheim Light? Is that is that correct? Light Bayheim. Sorry. B Mur, and it's at ah God. Fuck Bayheim and his own defenses. Um, <laughs> it's at at Ultra Light Beam, like the Kanye song, but Beam is like the first four of my last name, so B E B E H M. Gotcha. Thank you. Ultra Light Beam. And you can find Grant where Grant. Uh, you can just look up on Twitter, number one Jaron Jackson Jr. fan in the world, and that should pop up. <laughs> but if you can't find it that way, then it's going to be at Edmund the Slayer. Oh, my God. Okay. Or Donnie oh. Nelson Burner account. One oh, my of, God. One of the yeah, three. You, you change it so many times, dude, so I don't even know what it is now. How do you have clout, God damn it? All right, guys, thank I you so much. It. This has been, <laughs> this has been uh, the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. Uh, thank you so much for your questions. Keep them coming. Uh, we will probably have another pod uh, within the next week or two. So uh, stay tuned. Thank you so much. Later, guys. Thank you. Take it easy.